Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in, cronies, to the Man Child Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. And today, we're going to get back to our all-time iconic movie song draft, which leads to the battle rounds. And today we're also going to play a million dollars, but, but first, I want to talk about our big guy Jay. You got in a little bit of a boo boo, little bit of a boo boo accident. Hold on, I'm the big guy on the podcast. We should talk about this. Today you're the big guy. Today you're our big guy. How how you doing there, champ? Jay Jay got himself a little boo boo this week. Hey, I, I, what happened there, champ? All I know is I feel like I should do this every week. You guys are being so nice to me right now. <laughs> and I appreciate that. You can keep calling me champ and buckaroo and buddy. Chief. Chief hey, buddy. We're just glad you're okay. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, driving to work on Friday morning. And uh, I it is the further I have gone away from that day, uh, the less I'm actually remembering in the moments, um, which is just a sign of the concussion that I have. Uh, but, uh, just driving to work on Friday morning, it was, uh, five, I want to say it was five forty-five AM. And, uh, all I remember it, obviously I have headlights, but it's just really dark. It was a really dark road. It's not well lit. I just remember seeing a trash truck like right in front of me and I'm like man that is a big truck <laughs> that, is, that is a big trash truck and I'm going like 45 maybe like 47 miles an hour and I'm just like oh my goodness this is gonna hurt and it did I impacted that guy um it, he was pulling out um on the off a side road turning left so I t-boned the front of his uh um vehicle and man, uh, all the airbags went off. I've got the airbag in front of me that went off. Mm. The airbags on the windows went off, wow. which I've never seen those before. I thought those were pretty cool. Um, <laughs> one, I don't know how. I, I'm assuming it was the airbag, but I burned my hand pretty good. That's mm. why my hand's wrapped up. Um, and so I've been uh, taking care of that. Um, it burned down sev- several layers, but not, all superficial no internal injuries. Uh, shoulder got banged up, knee got banged up, but uh, it's my head that I've been the most foggy, hard to concentrate, not as sharp and witty as I am usually. That's okay, champ. You'll get there. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I got to ask you this because I was wondering if I was in an accident, what I would do once after the impact. Mm-hmm. When you initially get hit and you realize what just happened when you get out of the car are you going over to the person to make sure they're okay or are you getting out going you son of a because <laughs> i know what i would do 
I I went over to the other person to make sure they were okay. And I knew that's what you would but do. You hit a, I, you but hit but a you trash hit a, truck. You hit a giant trash truck. I did. And they <laughs> you, were fine. <laughs> you hit the equivalent of a tank. Know, did they even know you hit them? <laughs> you, Yeah, I mean, because I was going pretty fast, but you could did barely even tell the you could barely even tell the damage on their vehicle. Like Did he try to like take your vehicle and crush it to hide the evidence real quick? <laughs> no. No, he did not. So oh, that's hilarious. So I've always wondered when the airbag deploys, does it feel like a giant marshmallow? It does not. So if you're imagining like the marshmallow man from Ghostbusters, yes. that's what I always thought of too. And I thought, oh yeah, so car nice. accidents can't be that bad. It's it's a big fluffy marshmallow. Pops out of the steering wheel. I don't know. I think they make that out of brick or plywood because that's what it felt like my head. I'm like, what the heck? I thought these things were supposed to be soft. It's like a real thick, like really thick canvas material. Yeah. Like it's real coarse. Yeah. It's just, it's laying there all deflated and sad looking, you know, right after the accident. So I'm like just staring at it and I reached up and touched it and I was like, (laughs) this is disappointing. Now, Now, do you think like an airbag has feelings when that happens? Like he comes out he does his purpose. He deflates, and he's just like, "I did my job. I did it." What my, I feel like this is, is now over. Maybe. No, I feel I'll- like it's a it's a cutaway Deadpool scene where everything goes like super slow motion, and the airbag comes out, and it's got this smiley face yep. and this music, and he's like, "Yeah!" And then he just deflates. While he's deflating, he's like, "My purpose." has been served and then the window ones are like come on you didn't even use us come on yeah, like, come on <laughs> you just oh, used man. that front one well and they have there's like a powdery substance in them yeah so there's like powder that comes out so there's a brief moment where I'm like you think the car's, car's on, on fire car's on fire there's smoke like in the air so you're like oh my gosh the car's on fire and so I had like my phone was because I have a dash mount so my phone was just you know on the dash mount it was playing music so then I'm like, where the heck's my phone? But luckily it was plugged in. It was like all the way across my vehicle. And I was able to pull it with the cord, grab my phone. I grabbed my lunchbox and I'm like, I got to get out of here. Now this sounds like a... Wait, wait a minute. Burn up. That, hold on. The phone was still plugged in after the accident? It was what kind of mora- What kind of cord is that? I got to go get one. I'm telling you right now, it is one of those... Um, really cheap ones from Amazon. <laughs> this week's hopeful so it's sponsor. Not- <laughs> really cheap phone cord from Amazon. Man, I can't believe that thing stayed plugged in. My my dog bumps that thing; it comes unplugged. That's that is impressive. It was it's it's the one with the wire where instead of it being like the plastic wire, it's like the it's like that vinyl. Yeah, and so it's yeah. Anyway, it's the cheap one off Amazon. So yeah, it it did its job. Now, now in my head, we're seeing this traumatic story unfold in front of Jay, where he gets in this horrific car crash, the airbags come out, and then I'm just imagining, like, what's the other story of the guy in the trash truck? Like, did he wake up on time to get to work? Was he running late? Was he having a bad day to start? Uh, is he in his truck, like, you know, pouring coffee from his thermos, and all of a sudden, poof, spills coffee all over himself? Like, <laughs> Well, the, the thing about the trash guys, too... 
Jay got to go home after that. Those guys got to work late because now they're way behind getting people's trash, thanks to Jay. Get him a new he truck. Get, Let's keep he going. He gets a note on his trash can that's like, screw you, dude. <laughs> they never, they never empty his trash never ever take more. my trash again. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to have nightmares about that. We know, we know it was you or like I know what you did last summer. Lives. <laughs> you hurt Janet. She was our favorite. Oh. Oh my gosh. Janet's never ran the same since you had her. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Anyways, I love you guys. Thanks for checking in on me. Yeah, that was, it was an awesome way to start the weekend. Yeah, three day weekend. Nice. Yep. It's one way to get a three day weekend, I guess. People will really do way. anything nowadays to get a day off of work to, to make that three day weekend. Yeah, Jay. Is there something you're trying to say here? Of course I'm getting attacked by the general managers on the show. They're like, really? Really? So why are you calling in today? Oh, Show me really? pictures. I'm going to use see your pictures. photos you sent to me as an excuse for me not to come to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. like, you won't believe this. You, like, That's not even your car. <laughs> it wasn't even raining here. John, when did you get that car? At Shelby's. She's had it. She's We've had it. had it. It's my fourth yeah. vehicle. <laughs> you know, another good way to get a three-day weekend is to win the Powerball, which is at $1.9 billion right now. Billion with a B. Billion. Billion dollars. Yeah. So yeah. it, it has set the record. I think the previous record was, what, $1.6 billion? And so this one's at $1.9. It is a new record for the Powerball or uh, Mega Lottery, whatever. Is the there a called. reason why are people buying less tickets now? Or is there a reason behind why the numbers are getting so high? Have you guys read any articles or reports on that? It's always by chance. It's just by chance. I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. I've the never number's not it, getting drawn. I've never heard it get this high, and now it's... You know, because it never has. Johnny just said it's a new record. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is there a reason why are less people buying tickets, or what's going on? Well, no, it's not less it's people actually, buying tickets because the, the more people that buy, the higher it goes. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, they, they can only have a projection. So, because I think it was at one point five, or like right at one point six. So when it's at a lower dollar amount, one, nobody's. When it's at a lo- lo- lower dollar amount, nobody's buying them anymore like Correct. they used to, right. and that's why it's now starting to skyrocket higher. Once it gets into the, once it starts getting like near the billion, that's when you start seeing the numbers jump drastically, right? Because so many more people start buying tickets, which makes a- your odds even worse. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it is the worst. I always tell people like, if you want to waste your money, just light it on fire like there's what's the difference between that and buying a powerball ticket and now it's sitting at 1.9 billion and i'm like i'll tell you the difference i'll take 400 tickets please thank you i'll tell you the (laughs) difference because somebody wins and what if it's you (laughs) when i light money on fire it's gone completely so (laughs) you're saying there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) i'm just worried because i'm 31 years old and i've never bought a powerball ticket in my entire life like i've never played or bought you one. You need to buy one. And I know my dad and my, my grandpa, they religiously bought it. Like religiously. every week or every time they would buy a Powerball ticket, it would seem. So I was just wondering like, if less people now in the newer generations are not playing Powerball as much as like the older generations did. I, was just I know the newer generation waits till it gets article. to a certain dollar amount before yeah. they... 
Like, I, I don't need 50 million, but 900 million? Oh, now we're talking. Well, it's oh. so dumb because that's yes. how I am. Like, <laughs> yes. uh, once it resets, I think it resets down at, is it 50 million? Is that where it resets? Hey, something or, like that, yeah. I th- and it's like, well, I'm not that's gonna, not, a, that's I'm not, not gonna, worth it. I'm not going to spend two bucks for $50 million. That sounds stupid. That's I'll never be able to quit my job. You said a billion? Yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy a lot. <laughs> what do I got to do to win? I can Manchild Chronicles Nation cronies. I will make a guarantee to you if I win this podcast or win this uh, Powerball, either will do full time podcasting from from then on. I will buy a studio and we will do it full time. We're coming for you, Joe Rogan. If you win the Powerball, Ryan, you win the podcast. That's 100% true. Well, you won we, the podcast, Ryan. We can this, hire a we producer. Would never, Ryan would make a pick, and we would be like, that's the best pick I've ever heard, Ryan. You are the smartest man alive. Man, that guys. is the one. Gosh. When I wish upon a star is the number one pick, Ryan. You're so right. Over the and rainbow? You're a genius. How did I not think of that? Also, sidebar, Ryan, are we still going to Tahoe this weekend? <laughs> is our business Sidebar, meeting my, in Fiji still coming up in two my weeks? My gas Super is running a little low. Can I get a little, <laughs> little honey? I'll buy, you a, I'll buy you a gas station, John. How does that sound? <laughs> I would love that, sir. No, Great but when idea. you But when, when you get a Powerball ticket or a lottery ticket and it's that big, of course you sit there like with your wife and you guys you go, have to. What, are, what are we going to do with that? So... Like, have you guys ever had that conversation? Like, what are some things you would, you've talked about that you want to do right after you buy win that money? I've never played Powerball, but I have had several conversations about what I would do if I won it. <laughs> <laughs> like this last time when it was at one point two billion or whatever it was, I was like, "What would we do if we won one two one point okay, two billion? But as you describe this, it's got to be realistic in the sense of you have to say whether you're going to take. The the small percentage you of always the lump, lump sum, yeah, the lump sum or the the annuity or whatever. I always it is. take the lump sum. I would take the lump sum because the guy who actually plays Powerball said he would take the lump sum. So I agree. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I it's hard to think about, but on such a large number like this, I feel like I'll live on the thirty year annuity option just fine. Because then it'll actually pay out the full one point nine billion. Well, that's if you're the only winner. I'm not if taking you're a chance. The only winner. What if what if something happens to that money and they can't pay me? I want what it right if, now. What We're if I do- die and I only get Fair five enough. years of it? Like I exactly. want it all now. It transfers it was, on to your family. You've it was one point six million. More, enjoy it. That's just more paperwork you have to do. No, <laughs> just give it up to me all right now. I would. I, I have to hear the options. I got to know what the options are. Honestly, if I won like a lot of money, like five hundred million plus or one point nine billion or whatever it was, I would take that money and I would go to Hollywood and I would find some producers and I would start making some movies. That's what I would do, in all honesty. John, for a for a minute I thought this was going weird. I thought I'm gonna find some producers and I'm gonna make them get on the couch this time. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny you said that, John, because I I looked up the uh, guy that won in Iowa. A while back, and he had a, a news article, and he said that's one of the most. Usually, you become a bigger self of you. So, if you like movies, yeah, a lot of times when people win the lottery, they'll go want to make a movie. That's what they do. They use their money and they go to Hollywood or wherever and make a movie. 
And that's yeah. how we got Titanic. Thank you, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> he won the lottery in 77. <laughs> no, I told, when me and my wife talk, I'm like, obviously you do the normal stuff, like you pay off all your bills, you get new vehicles, all that fun stuff, right? Give your immediate relatives money so they don't bother you and they're well off. You don't got to worry about that. But man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do whatever I love and go live and have different houses. And if I love doing a podcast, that's what I'm going to do. If I want to, if I want to own part of a sports team, that's what I'm going to do. So just like that guy in the article say, you just become a bigger, bigger part of you, but it's fun to think about. That's for sure. So just, I quickly did the math here. So 1.9 billion divided by, this is going to be quite a few, but, but divided by 10 winners just to divide it out. Okay. Then I looked up what the normal or average lump sum percentage is and the internet roughly claims that it's 60. So that payout would be a, huh? We'll see. Uh, it was 174 million, uh, would be your lump sum total. So then I don't know how many years they stretch that out over, but, uh, but yeah, even 174 million divided by what, 30 years or something, that's going to be quite a large bit of money every month. I think you get a little bit more if you do it over the years because you pay, I think you pay more taxes if you do the lump sum. Right. You right do. Away. Yeah. Yep. Your, your taxes that. are higher, which is why you end up making more money in the long run over the 30 year, which is the only reason I would entertain it if it's that high. On 174 million, I'd probably just take the lump sum, pay the taxes, move on. The when it was uh the other day when it was 1.7 billion, the lump sum take home was 782 million dollars if you just want it by yourself. Whew. I would take that $782 million and go make the best Black Adam sequel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, Dwayne. It's on you, Dwayne. Let's do this, Dwayne. We've Come got on, this, Dwayne. buddy. Hey, speaking of uh, Black Adam sequel and Henry Cavill, did you guys hear that he's not... Do you guys watch The Witcher? Yeah. Netflix? Well, I've never uh, watched it, but I do know the announcement you're about to make. Yeah. He is only this is his last season because uh basically him and the writers are he's very big into the video games and yep. this kind of yep. stuff and they want to go a different direction than basically what the video games go and he doesn't want to, which I agree with him because the show is phenomenal if you haven't ever watched it. But uh yeah, this is his last season, so it'll be my did last you, season as well. Did you hear it. who they hired to replace him? They've already announced it. <laughs> yes, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. I was gonna say it's a Hemsworth. They hired Hemsworth, but not Chris, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the second Luke. one. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that announcement and and ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Hemsworth, Hemsworth himself, himself. <laughs> Liam, Liam from the Hunger Games. <laughs> Liam from Hemsworth. the Hunger Games. You thought he was done. He He's back. Strutting his little stuff. Now, on stage. here's the thing. I I appreciate that Henry is trying to make this all like altruistic. Like, hey, we need you know if we're not going to do this character right, you know, I'm out. But. This announcement directly coincides with him keeping his Superman gig, and I just can't take him seriously on his purest nature of the Witcher when we simultaneously heard that he's keeping Superman. You know what I mean? 
So call it, call it what you will, but now I love I, Henry, I love Henry Cavill. I'll take I'll take his word for it. When when I did read this, I was kind of freshly concussed, and for <laughs> I think for a full twenty four hours, I really thought it was Liam Neeson taking over the role. And I thought, <laughs> man, I am really curious how this is going to go. Like this, maybe they're going to do like a time jump, <laughs> and so this is an older Geralt now. I was like, this could work. He's going to have a good voice. <laughs> Yeah, the voice would be good. That's about I it. I realize now it's Liam Hemsworth, so my bad, folks. <laughs> Speaking uh, of video video game And somehow that's worse. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. Like, I was actually, I was kind of like, oh, I could see Neeson doing I don't know how fun. they're going to do it, but that, that sounds kind of cool. Did you guys see uh, HBO's doing The Last of Us with Pedro Pascal? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been in production for a long time now. When's it finally coming out? Did you see? This year or early next year. I can't remember for sure. Nice. I saw a trailer today. I can't believe we got onto movies. It's just because it's what we love. Did you guys see the trailer today for the new Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell movie? Yes. No, but it sounds awesome already. Tell me about it. Okay, so it's a Christmas carol. So it starts off with... um, the same ghost that you know talks to Scrooge. Uh, I, I, I'm concussed. What, who was Scrooge's partner? Ghost of Christmas Past, Past, so Present, and Future. Well, yeah, but uh, the the first ghost that talks to him is, is his partner. Uh, yeah, and so his partner's it's he's standing on a table talking to Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds is just this super successful business guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not doing anything. You can't change me." And so the ghost is finally like, "That's it. I quit." And he goes like taken off, and so then he's he goes to wherever the ghosts go. I have no idea, and they're all standing there like, "How can we help this guy?" Like this guy refuses to be helped, and Will Ferrell's like, "I'll do it. I, I'll 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 take care of him. I'll be the ghost of Christmas." past, present, and future. I got this, guys. So then Will Ferrell is trying to be the ghost of uh, past, present, and future, and Ryan Reynolds isn't having any of it. And he's just being super sarcastic like Ryan Reynolds is, and it looks hilarious. At one point, Will Ferrell is sitting on the throne, you know, like when you're the ghost of Christmas present. He's like on the throne and all the food's around him. And so then he's like trying to crawl off of it. You're like, you can't leave the room. I'm still talking to you. And he's trying to crawl down, and he starts rolling down the big mountain of food. It looked hilarious. So they're, Now this they're, is a... Uh direct there, to Apple streaming movie so you do have to download Apple TV in order to watch it. Um there's other ways to watch movies but yeah I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> you can download it another way John. Anyways, I'm super excited for it. It looks hilarious. I can't I think it was called uh Christmas Spirit or something John. Did you have that title uh, up? Spirited maybe. Spirited? Yeah, yeah, it just it looks really funny. Watch the trailer. It 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 had me laughing. Speaking of Christmas movies, anybody see the trailer for the sequel to A Christmas Story? I haven't seen the trailer yet. I'm a little scared to to get into that. It's it's like uh, you're just messing with something like sacred. Sacred. Like it would be like trying to reboot Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. It's like I don't I don't know. Is that movie sacred because it's on TBS for 24 hours Four straight? Hours. <laughs> it's a is good that why movie. it's sacred? No, it's a good movie. Because they force it down your throat? It is a good movie, but they really force it down you yeah, to be a classic movie. Well, now they'll have 48 hours of the original yeah. and the sequel going <laughs> the back, sequel. To back, oh, to back, no. back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Oh, man. <laughs> 
And Ryan's just sitting there like, just put Christmas vacation on for 24 yes. hours a day. Thank you. That would that be, be so fin- much better. Oh, my gosh. That All the Randy great. Quaid fans in the, movie, in the world would love it. All three of them. <laughs> Randy Quaid, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. We love, we love, oh, man. I'll tell you what. That would be a podcast if we had Randy Quaid on. We would not right be now. Be, uh, would be who knows where the here. conversations would go with that guy? <laughs> Hey, can we get Gary Busey on it with them at the same oh, time? Man. Oh man! Can you imagine just having those two? We're just gonna let you two talk. Gary Busey, <laughs> we're gonna let you two have at it here. Oh, funny story! Like I, I watched. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. My wife and I were looking for just like a movie to watch close to bedtime, super light and fluffy. And so we were scrolling through some stuff, and we grabbed um, Rookie of the Year, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, just a great wholesome movie, you know. And so. Uh, Gary Busey, his character came on screen. I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. <laughs> Who is that? And then it took me a second. I went, oh my God, that's Gary Busey. Busey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was very clearly pre-accident Gary Busey. And I was like, oh, this is so sad. Oh. I, was waiting, I was waiting for you to say, Who is that? <laughs> oh, that's Nick Nolte. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, I was man. I was confused because you brought up Rookie of the Year, and I'm like, that's Dennis Quaid, not Randy Quaid. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Get it together, Mike. No, but no that's you, you the landed rookie. the plane. Yeah. yeah, that's the rookie. Oh, you really you really are concussed, aren't you? Wait, I am. Yeah. Which one's Rookie of the Year? Randy is that Quaid? And that's that the, the, <laughs> the kid with the American Pie. There's a slingshot for the Cubs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I I do remember that. How did we get here? We are so <laughs> off topic today. <laughs> well, let's, let's get to $1 million, but... All right, guys, you know how the game is played. You get a $1 million, but... And then we give you a scenario that you have to do to get the $1 million. So I'll kick it off tonight. So I got a few down here. You get a million dollars, but every time you enter a new room, you have to do a somersault to enter the room. Now, that would be cool to do. But Is it like a fat man somersault like Chris yeah. Farley would do? <laughs> do you well, get paid for the attempt? Yeah. That's a, you have, you to, have you, to nail it? Or do you I think just if like you do it all the time, it? I think you'd be pretty good at doing somersaults, I'm guessing. But the, for the first week, I'm not going to be very good. <laughs> well, you got to give it the attempt, yeah. What are the Joe, parameters? If I try full on, I fall. Every time you enter a different room, you can only enter it by doing a somersault in there. So that's million dollars rest of your life? Nope, just, just one, one time, million dollars. Yeah, you get, you get a million bucks. <sighs> I would take the Ab- money. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I'm just... What happens when you get old? How do you My do shoulder hurts really bad right now, so I'm trying to think about. It's like, all about the attempt. So I, I almost lifted like my right arm up, and it's still kind of tweaked. It'd be like Willy like, Wonka walking out, being old, and then being able to do a somersault. I'll just live in the studio apartment. I have one room. Nobody bother you. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not going is, anywhere. Is a somersault wow. just the little roll? Just the yeah. tumble? Yeah. Tuck your tuck your chin and roll. Oh, man, I was thinking of a cartwheel. No. <laughs> so I thought, man. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm going to get super frustrated with you by the end of this podcast? <laughs> 
Hey, champ, champ, it's okay, champ. Hey, champ, champ, it's okay. Speaking of a, speaking of a, eat your Jello and be quiet. Of a Chris Farley cartwheel, we went to my daughter had her last cheerleading game, and the the team we play was they had to win this game and they went to the national championship. And one of the dads went on the sidelines and this guy, I'm a big dude. This guy was way bigger and he had a huge beer gut. I mean, gigantic. And his son made uh, forced a fumble for us to get the ball back. And we ended up winning the game and he did cartwheels on the sideline. The big it was, dude? It was amazing. <laughs> it was Ryan. He's around hype. No, I it's cannot Ryan. do a cartwheel. It, it was Ryan. It was Ryan. It literally looked like Farley out there doing cartwheels. It was pretty cool. Hmm. You didn't the take bat- a video of it? No, I well, caught me by surprise. I was like, what? You take a video of Gonna Fly Now and send it to us. <laughs> you go take a video of a man defying gravity, defying the law of physics. You don't take a video of that. Okay. <laughs> I, I also I was also concerned for your daughter when you started off with uh, speaking of Chris Farley and cartwheels. I went and watched my daughter do cheer the other yeah, day. I, I had no that. idea where that was, was going. Like, Ryan, and the anticipation jerk. built because then you started talking about this guy with a huge beer gun. I'm like, wait, how does this have to do? Oh, okay, we're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Um, I, I would not take the money. I would take the money. I would take the money, yeah. With especially if I can spring up and like throw, you know, one dollar bills or something up afterwards. Every time <laughs> I did it, too. I would also take the money, and I would just point out, I still do a somersault every once in a while. I can pull, I can do that. All right, a million dollars, but every morning you wake up, you immediately have to watch the movie you hate the most to start your day without <laughs> distractions or interruptions, and you have to complete the film every morning you wake up. No I'm way. just thinking. I'm thinking of Ryan because he's gonna have to watch Dances with Wolves. <laughs> it's gonna be the longest movie so in the world. You have to That's be not the work. worst movie. At 5 a.m., you have to wake up early enough to watch the movie. What movie do I hate? No. I'm trying to put this um, into context. Nope. I don't need a million dollars that bad. Every day in my life would start out to suck. <laughs> my day would just suck to start. Everybody says the day's what you make of it. Well, I just made it terrible every day of my life. I'm sitting uh, here thinking about you know the devil's own with Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford. I'm like, no, that's the no, precious that's one I've seen. If I had to wake up and watch her every morning, um, I would take the money. I would take the money. You I can, really I could do like that movie. He's no, no. He gave it a four out of five Man Child Chronicles rating. And now he says he'd watch it every day. I don't even know if he said he'd take the million. I think he just said he'd watch it every day. I'm saying... You keep the money. I'm saying as long as I'm paying attention, I could get a workout in. I could... I mean, nope, you have to sit there John, and watch it. John said undivided No interruptions, attention. no distractions, your phone's not by you, it's you in that movie, and you have to watch it all. No, I can't do it. I'll let you either lay down on a couch or bed or sit in a chair, but no, way. no My distractions. Movie, I'm curious what your guys' movies would be. My movie would be 2016 Suicide Squad, <laughs> and I, I would be miserable. It's the literally the only movie that I... Well, I guess there's a couple movies, but that movie, I I walked out of the theater. It's so bad. 
we had to finish it, but it was so bad. I hated that movie. The only movie I was ever close to walking out of the theaters in was the Poseidon remake, and I was like 12 or 13 when that came out. Interesting. I was so just like, this movie is so dumb. I was just ready to walk out of the the movie theater, but I would have nowhere to go. (laughs) John, Uh, you and me have one together. We went and saw, was it Taken 2 or Taken 3? yeah, Taken 2. We we were like, this is so bad. Why are we still here? Like, none of us are enjoying this. It was so bad. Now, Transformers Age of Extinction was pretty close to a walk. Yeah, that one was was rough. The only movie that I ever walked out of was uh, Nicolas Cage Knowing. Like I got to like halfway through the movie and I, I think I was with my wife and I just looked at her and I was like, are you getting anything out of this? And she went, nope. And I stood up and she followed me out the door. So bad. The only movie I ever fell asleep in at the movie theater was the terminal. Terrible movie. I love that movie. Really? Krakosia. Krakosia. <laughs> I love the terminal. Stanley Tucci. I mean, yeah, that's on. a great movie. It's a great movie. I don't I don't know. I fell asleep pretty fast in that one. I fall asleep in the movies all the time. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm in a comfy seat in the seat, I'll always be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> 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 what happened? <laughs> uh no, I would not take the money. I changed my mind. I'm not taking that money. I'm not taking it. I got you all three to say no. Okay, my turn. A million dollars. Go on. But all of the cash, because it's all in cash, are stolen bills from a Mexican cartel. Ooh, I like this challenge. I want that money. <laughs> <laughs> man, what a thrill. I got money and you I got to work my shoulder. In a, a Joel and Ethan Cohen movie. I want this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I think that would be hard to track him to me, too, because who do I know? I think we just came up with a movie idea here, Mike. <laughs> that is. I think so. Copyright that real quick. I Hurry think up. you're confused with blank check. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blank check, but with Mexican cartel. But with the Mexican Starry Mark, Mark It's a rated R yeah. blank check. <laughs> that is a, that's for Starry sure Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Starry Mark Wahlberg. That's a for sure Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> hey, guys, I just found this checkbook. Hey, it's a blank check. Donnie, hey we're going to go to Chipotle later. <laughs> Hey guys, we can start a whole restaurant called Wahlburgers or something. <laughs> I'm not touching that money. Just to be clear, I'm not touching that money. I do not need that bad vibes in my life. I'm up for How do, the uh, So we know it's from the Mexican cartel. So yes. somewhere online, somebody told us I stole this from the Mexican cartel. Sure. How, we whatever, come across a million. Whatever dollars. story you want to be in, Ryan. Whatever and story you and Mark Wahlberg. All I know be in. is that. <laughs> Where I live and where I work, there is a very high um, Spanish culture. I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna know who's coming after me or not. This is very dangerous for me in my life. No, I can't do it. I think you're pretty much in trouble. The fact that you even know it exists, because if they get to you, because they heard you knew about it. Not good. You're losing Listen, something to tell if them. If we take something. the million dollars, we go all spend it at once. They can't trace it back to us. We, we get really good at money laundering. <laughs> I never had a million dollars. Where'd you get this nice house and this Ferrari? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Savings? I invest Powerball. <laughs> Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got I got one for you guys. You get a million dollars, but 
every time you meet a new person, you have to feel their face like a blind person does. Oh. 100% taking that money. 100%. I'll take, I'll take I, I can work That's through that. So awkward. I'll just put on shades and pretend I'm blind. <laughs> right. I guess. Ryan, it's awkward for you. and We're all just like, That's a skit. Let's do it. I'll go out to the mall right now on a dare and film myself doing that. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hello, my friend. Hello. No, I would lean into it and like have one of those. Uh, uh, hand sanitizers on a carabiner, and you know, I'd I'd pretend like I'm blind. I'd pull it out, <laughs> you know, get my hands all nice and sanitized, and go. Excuse me, sir, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Oh, oh, you're a very <laughs> handsome man. <laughs> do so nice do I sense you. that you're South Polynesian? What a beautiful <laughs> face you have. Oh, Your face goes. tells a story. Well, that, let me ask you. That was. Let me ask you this one then, real quick. This is my last one. Every okay, you get a million dollars, but every time you use the bathroom, you have to intentionally sprinkle water on your crotch and not tell people how the water got there when you leave the bathroom. That happens to me all the time. Right, hundred percent. Take the money. So I'm taking one hundred percent. I immediately have to go to the water fountain after I go to the bathroom and splash some on my shirt and stuff. I'd be like, oh, I haven't, I haven't, been, able, <laughs> I haven't been able to control my bladder for three years already. <laughs> oh, John's messy. Ryan, You, all these socially awkward situations, you're like, no one will ever say yes to this. <laughs> all right. I got a socially awkward one for you guys. A million dollars. But you have to start a YouTube channel where you promise to buy an entire store, an entire store of people, their groceries. After they load up their entire carts and everybody's waiting in line, you bail on them without paid. (laughs) And you have to do this over and over and over and over again. (laughs) It's horrible. I can't do it. So, so wait, how many times do you have to do this? Constantly. <laughs> every time new, you go to the grocery new, store? Call new it episode, once a week. Every week. Every so week. many people crying and overjoyed and happy. <laughs> Could you imagine that in today's climate? Oh, oh man. Oh There'd be riots. No, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I want to do it once, but man, I do it a whole bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, once a week. That, I can't. Once, once I can't. a week, you have to go out and be like, hey, I'll be you too. I mean, I'm going to buy everybody's groceries. Load it up. <laughs> What do you call your? What, what, what do you call yourself? Like Mr. Least instead of Mr. Beast? Oh, <laughs> hey, Mr. So, Least is here. I'm super excited. Thanks, Jay. Now we got to pay him royalties. Now that you said his name, do you got to stay in the grocery store the whole time, where all these people come up you to you and to tell you their struggles and whole, how much yep. this means to them? And yep, you have to walk the whole store. <laughs> and you know, there's going to be at least You're one or two disabled people in there too. Oh, and then once they get up there to the registers, you just walk out. You say, go. All right, guys, have a good. <laughs> can I lie and say my card's on the counter or anything? Yeah. I got to go get my checkbook. I'll be say, right you back. You can say whatever you want to say, but you're not paying for their groceries. <laughs> Oof, I can't. I could do it once for sure. Probably twice. And, three and times. I'll gift you, and I'll gift you with a million dollars a Ferrari for you to jump into and drive off it. <laughs> uh, There's okay. no way. You're sick. I don't know where you come up with some of these jobs. Now, this is, I came up with this because I saw a TikTok video of a store full of people loading up their carts, and apparently it was for a, 
for a royalty person we don't want to name for a skit he was doing and he canceled and he didn't show up so i don't know if i don't know if that was true or not but i just saw a tiktok video like that that's hilarious all right i've i've got my last one um you get a million dollars but every movie and sporting event um is spoiled for you for the rest of your life no you'll never be surprised again so all the big games Mm -mm. it gets spoiled you know so you're gonna know what happens uh the the twist endings of movies nope it gets spoiled You'll never, it'll, you'll never be surprised again. I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to do that. Because somebody already did that, and they ended up a bad person. His name is Biff Tannen. Back to the Future 2. He's not a nice guy. He knew all the outcomes. So he did it out of fear of becoming Biff uh, Tannen? I'm 100% going to take that, because I live that life with Jay spoiling all the movies anyway. <laughs> and then, secondly, I can do the Biff Tannen and bet on sports and make even more money. So I'm 100% taking that. I like sports too much. I can't I'm do, not it. Gonna do it. I thought a million dollars. I thought that'd be a hard one for you, Ryan. You hate do. when sports get spoiled for you. I do. I do. I'd love to have a million dollars, but the rest of my yeah. life not being able to enjoy sports or a good movie? No way. All right. Let's draft. It's draft time. Okay, we're back to our most iconic movie song draft. Tonight we're doing 1990 to 2005. Last week we did 80s and before, and next week is 06 and beyond. Once again, we're each drafting seven songs for movies, and in the end we'll have 21 songs that will be randomized against each other for battle rounds. Okay, draft order tonight is John, number one, Jay, number two, Mike, number three, and Ryan, number four. I'll tell you guys what, uh, uh, we were talking about this right before the, the we started recording, but like, I think Jay, you mentioned that like you wrote down like quite a few songs and you feel like half of them could be like 101s and I have the same experience. Like, I don't even know how to begin like... I don't, like who had number one? I did. Yeah, I don't even know what you're gonna do, man. Because like, you could go about 17 different directions here. Yeah. But based on what he does, I feel like is that gonna influence me? Am I gonna change my direction? I don't know. There are so many good songs. Some There's that so are many. so There's many so that many. are iconic, and then so many that are yeah. personally just my absolute favorite. There's there's so many that are iconic, and it makes the movie. And there's so many that are subtle, and it makes the movie as well. You know, so. You can pick a really subtle song, and to me, it makes the movie a lot better, but you guys might not see it that way, so it's hard for me to tell which way to pick. Well, and that's the tough part is like, you know, the game is not just solely about the song or the movie, it's both of them together. And so, like, that's the tough part is like, I've got some banger songs written down, Mm -hmm. but then I look at the movie and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. And so it's kind of, it's tough. Yep. 
Yep. And then, you know, we're picking because we're going to have our group of peers ourselves pick the winner of each round or each song when they go head to head. So if you pick a song that two other people aren't going to like, you know, you're already counting yourself out. So it's a lot more psychological than just picking songs here, but we're going to try rapid fire it out here. All right, John, you're on the clock. All right. Number one might stir some controversy here, but I'm going to have to take it. Because when I think of movies in the 90s, there's only one movie that has the greatest opening scene to me. And I'm taking Bohemian Rhapsody, Yep, Queen from Wayne's World. Very, very good. Now, that is definitely on my list. Man, that's that's a good pick. That's a great pick. You know what? I didn't think it here's, would go all the way at number one. Here's something crazy. I didn't even have that on my list. I don't know how I did. What? Didn't. I totally what? forgot about that movie. What is wrong with you? It's not an opening scene either, but it's close to the beginning. But man, no, that is, uh, man, what a miss by me. I feel like I'm going to do terrible in this draft now that so, <laughs> I left that one out. The crazy part about that, obviously, that song came out in the 70s. Right. Huge hit, mega hit for Queen. It trended back to number two on the billboard in 1992, thanks to yep. Wayne's World. Yep. yep. Brought it right back and put it put it right oh, back on top. That's of my favorite board. song when that movie came out. Kind of like uh, that song recently from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. All right, Jay, you're on the clock. Well, John, you have changed how I want to draft now. Uh, I am going to take a song that is near and dear to me. Uh, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. <sighs> Eight Mile came out in 2002. Um, so that's that's my pick. We need to stop the podcast so I can go back and research again because I didn't have that on my list either. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I feel so terrible now. What do this, you have on this your list? This is your list. He picked himself to go last. It's probably no the your list. It's no probably the opening orchestral arrangement from Bambi. Oh, That's probably oh what God. it is. I love that movie, Bambi. It's iconic. <laughs> I, I looked and I... You guys can have your own opinion, but I took the number one song from the 2000 to 2005 yeah. era, and that's that Lose Yourself the... by Eminem. That's the number yep. one from the 2000 era. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. All right, Mike. Let's see what other song Ryan doesn't have on his list. <laughs> <laughs> My top five are still sitting there. <laughs> um, they will be, too. <laughs> great song, great movie. I'm going to take Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Armageddon, Aerosmith. Thank you, thank you. Are you that taking was on that my list. from uh, Armageddon or Blades of Glory? Which one are you taking? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Armageddon, even though Blades of Glory is a fantastic movie. Okay, well, at least something went off my list there. Um, I with my first pick, you go back to back here, Ryan. <laughs> my first pick, I will go. I believe I can fly from nice. Space Jam, and my second pick, I will go. Men in Black from nice. Men in Black. Mike, you are back on the clock. I am going to go with Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John in The Lion King. Great pick. So is that the first animated one off the board? Yes. Well, well Space I, Jam. I took Space Jam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that was more live action. Okay. Cool, cool. You know, except for all the green screens and stuff, but that's fine. The uh, I saw some lists and they said for, for 
they were like, well, for certain reasons, we're going to leave this song from Space Jam off <laughs> the list. <laughs> like, I wonder why. We're not going to say who sung it, but it is a good song. Yeah, I do. I do not say who sang that song. I think it was Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> so far, all six of these are in my top eight. Okay. Oh, I feel good that I had two in your top eight. <laughs> I was really tilting there after the first two rounds. I would like to point out, Mike, you have taken some very lovey songs right off the bat. I like my '90s jams. Jay, you are up, by the way. Oh, I didn't realize I was up. Um, but if I have to pick the most lovey song from the '90s, there's two that I can't believe are still there. I will take uh, "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion, "Titanic." I'm Celine Dion, the best singer in the world. That one song has literally lasted her. 30 years in Vegas. Pays <laughs> the bills. <laughs> All right, I'll go back to back. I'll take the other lovey-dovey song of the 90s to hopefully battle yours head on, and that will be I Will Always Love You mm. from The Bodyguard. How did, that movie, how, how did that movie do real quick? That was, was, good, it, that was a good movie. Good Critically, movie, yeah. poor, 37%. Box office-wise, pretty good. I think okay. the audience right. loved it. That's yeah. yeah, audiences loved that movie. And that's the one thing I noticed here with a lot of these 90s movies, besides the animated ones, is they had great songs, but poor Rotten Tomato scores. Like, in the 80s and before, if it had great songs, it translated to a great RT score. If it had a yeah. poor song in the 90s, it translated to a bad RT score. And then, Jay, to challenge your Lose Yourself, in case it goes head-to-head, we're taking Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Dangerous nice. Mind. Love that song. The list I was reading from said uh, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio, and it said one of the only songs parodied by... Um, Weird Al? B- par- parodied by Weird Al that is still better than the Weird Al version. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Amish Paradise. What movie was that credited to? Uh, Dangerous Mind. You're back up, Jay. Man. Oh, back to me. Um, Crap. Well, I want to have some fun, so I'm going to take this pick before anyone else does. Afternoon Delight by Starland Vocal Band from Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Yep. Now, here's the question. I had that on my list. Now, in the movie, it was those guys sing. It was the cast singing it, right? Yeah. The news crew, yep. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Um, I am going to take... Tiny Dancer from uh, Almost Famous by Elton John. Nice. Sticking with Sir Elton. You are all over Elton tonight. Jeez. All right, I'm up. <clears throat> what did Jay pick real quick? Afternoon Delight. Nice. From Anchorman. Afternoon Delight. I'm going to go with a uh, couple of animated films here. I'm going to go, my first pick, I'm going to go, You Got a Friend in Me, Toy Story. Ah. My second pick, I'll do A Whole New World from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those are good picks. I I don't know how I missed those, but I didn't have them. Oh. Did you even look up Disney songs from the 90s? Like, I on. didn't. <laughs> I, wow, I'm an idiot. Um, I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take I'm a Believer, originally by the Monkees, brought back by Smash Mouth for the movie Shrek. 
Whenever you're brought back by Smash Mouth in the '90s, you know you're you know you have good <laughs> you're on to something. You are <laughs> on it. to something. <laughs> Early 2000s, John, calm down. 2001. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's me again, since you guys are going into the animated realm, I'm gonna take the number one song on Spotify from the 90s Disney soundtrack. I can't believe you guys haven't taken it by Phil Collins. You'll be in my heart. It has over 184 million plays on Spotify, beating all the ones you guys have already taken. Now, that was next on my list. We we have to pause for a minute because here's the truth. (laughs) Phil Collins did not have to go that hard for that record, <laughs> but he did. <laughs> but Every he track did. on that song or on that record is straight fire. <laughs> hey, Phil, we're making this like kind of like just a little, just a little dinger of a movie for Disney. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that big. Can you just whip up something and he just fire, fire from his fingertips? You guys are taking all the good ones. John, you're on the clock. Trying to figure out what's going to fall to me and what's not going to fall. Um, Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) I don't think Andy's really going to fall. So I'm going to take What is Love from A Night at the Roxbury. Mm -hmm. Then for my next pick, I'm going to take Kiss from a Rose, (laughs) Batman Forever. Nice. That is Seal's most famous song from that movie. Like, and it came from that movie. He wrote it for that movie. It lasted it's his, 30 years. It, it's his most famous song. But, John, I have to ask, what are the Rotten Tomato scores on Batman Forever? <laughs> Just curious. Oh, ask for a night at the Roxbury. <laughs> oh. Not good. The Kiss from a Rose is definitely on my list, but I had I couldn't help. I was like... Why it why is it that I remember that song so much like from that movie but that movie was so terrible cuz that song is amazing <laughs> so good uh so I'm just going to keep having fun cuz I'm concussed and that's what I'm doing uh I'm going to take uh Total Eclipse of the Heart by the Dan Band yes from old school I'd love to sing it for you but <laughs> it's a little graphic Turn um boy yeah, boo <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit... Wait, did, were you taking the Weird Al version or the... No, the Dan Band version. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not totally clips of the fart. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, okay. It's a little more vulgar. <laughs> um, I'm on the clock now, and I'm going to take Time After Time by Cindy Lopper mm-hmm. from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. All right, all right, all right. Very surprised the amount of animated movies not being taken on here. Thought those would go a lot faster. Makes me feel like a dork taking all these animated movies, but dork away. I'm going to keep going. Keep going. I'm going to take A Tale as Old as Time, Beauty and the Beast from 1991. Beauty and the Beast song. And Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. Oh, boy. I just tried to spell that. <laughs> 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 it's spelled just how it sounds. Hakuna Matata. What right. a wonderful phrase. I am back on the clock. This is going to be a controversial pick. Uh-oh. I know that this song is still played everywhere. It's like a one-hit wonder type deal. 
But um, the movie that it was accredited to kind of surprised me that it wasn't picked up by something else. But I'm going to go I'll Be by Edwin McCain, and it's credited to a Cinderella story. Interesting. I am going to go with That Thing You Do oh, by The Wonders nice. from the movie <laughs> That Thing You Do. That, yeah. that was I was debating over that one for my last pick, too. Breaking my heart into a million The funny pieces. thing with that one is they had to write an original song in the mid-90s that sounded like it came from the era that they were making the movie about from the 50s, and yep. they nailed it. Nailed they sure it. did. All right, so I got my last two picks here. And this song hypes me up every time I hear it. And it's from one of the greatest 90s movies of all time. Mortal Kombat from the Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Okay, stop. Stop. I want to know the last time you were driving in your car. It's like, man, I need to listen to a song. I got it. Mortal Kombat. (laughs) You won't believe this, but I pull up that song once a week on Spotify before I do morning stock on the rough mornings I need it. Like when there's a bunch of trucks coming in, I'm like, I need to go. You played on the PA system. The whole store just gets amped up. We're, it's Mortal Kombat. Quick, hey quick question. Uh, what is the artist attributed to Mortal Kombat? Uh, <laughs> What's your last pick, John? My last pick, I'm going to take this from Mike. And I'm only going to take it from him because it's the greatest cameo in film history. Scotty doesn't know. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome by Mr. Matt Damon. Uh, Eurotrip. Scotty doesn't know. If you hear that song and you don't think of Eurotrip, watch Eurotrip, then you'll think of the song. Yep. So to recap my seven, I got Bohemian Rhapsody from Wayne's World, I Will Always Love You from Bodyguard, Gangster's Paradise from Dangerous Minds, What Is Love from A Night at the Roxbury's, Kiss from Rose, Batman from Forever, Mortal Kombat theme, Mortal Kombat, and Scotty Doesn't Know, Eurotrip. So for my last pick, I am going to go with... It's too hard, I can't do it, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) This is just stupid. There are so many uh, good songs left. What'd you say, John? So if you could take a Dan Band song, (laughs) you could take another song. Well, I still still felt like I just had all these picks left, and I don't. (laughs) I'm down to the, I am down to my last one, and so it makes me very sad. Um... But I will go with the other Shrek song that I love so much, uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. Everybody right now is going, who's Smash Mouth? <laughs> they are on fire. They if are you're the say, Kenny you're saying that, you're of the 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> uh, my wife and I watched Rat Race again for a couple yep. weeks ago, and it got I totally forgot about Smash Mouth at the end of that song. I was yep. like, wow, this is a 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on the clock with my last pick, and I'm torn between two here, but I am going to go with Pretty Woman from the movie, Pretty Woman. So to recap uh, my picks, I'm going to go with I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, Aerosmith, 
Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Elton John, Tiny Dancer, Elton John, I'm a Believer, The Monkees, Slash Smash Mouth, Time After Time, Cindy Lauper, I'll Be by Edwin McCain, and Pretty Woman by Bob Robinson. I didn't recap. Do I need to do that? Just go ahead and do it. Uh, to recap my picks, I have uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem from 8 Mile, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion, Titanic, Afternoon Delight um, from Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, a Total Eclipse of the Heart from The Dan Band from Old School, That Thing You Do by The Wonders from the movie, That Thing You Do, You'll Be in My Heart by Phil Collins from Tarzan, and then finally, All Star by Smash Mouth from Shrek. Ryan, you're on the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got three here. I can't decide between. I will go with the middle movie. I will go Dude Looks Like a Lady from Mrs. Doubtfire. So nice my list is I Believe I Can Fly from Space Jam. Men in Black from Men in Black. You Got a Friend in Me, Toy Story. A Whole New World, Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Hakuna Matata. And Dude Looks Like a Lady, Mrs. Doubtfire. And that is it. A lot of, a lot of good movies left on the board from this uh, 15-year period, I can tell you that. I got a lot of a list still here. Yep. Um, but next week we'll go 06 to beyond to today and we'll each get seven. And again, at the end, we'll have 21 picks each that will be randomized to face off against each other. So our movies will go head to head to head to head from one point to 21 points in the rounds. It's crazy to think that, uh, it's crazy to think that like, the song matchups that we're going to get to, because again, spanning over multiple eras, you know, we could get, you know, lose yourself versus eye of the tiger or kiss from a rose versus, I don't know when you wish upon a star. And oh, so no, who's winning that? <laughs> and so like, no there. it's, you know, the, the way we've structured this, it's going to be crazy because we're going to have to pick between, you know, what the better song is from some bangers. So stay tuned, you know, join us next week for the, for the last of the picks, but like these battle rounds are going to be crazy. So you guys can't miss it. Yeah. Don't miss it because, uh, friendships will be lost during yeah. these battle rounds. I'm fully prepared to go in here and the battle round. <laughs> use as many dirty tricks as I can to win this thing. So until next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Man Child Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Man Child Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time. 